You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Okay, well let's start off, if I may be so bold, is to talk a little bit about last week's podcast, because a lot of people thought that was real, and the truth is, is that I wrote up a script, and I gave it to Rich, and we enacted it, and and, uh, obviously came off as pretty pretty realistic. That was pretty good, pretty good acting on me. So we're ready for any acting jobs. And I wanted to start off... Uh, the podcast by apologizing to Bonnie for starting such a big fight last week. I just said it wasn't real. (laughs) Well, that's what you're saying. I'm saying what I'm saying. So how do they know? Well, but they don't know. But I, uh, you know, ever since last week, that was like, I think our last big blowout fight. It's only uphill from now on because you You can't can't use hill as a, a metaphor because any hill reference is bad news. Uphill. That means things are hard. Downhill means things are going into the shitter. Okay, so I would have By to say... By the way, the other morning, um, I woke up early, and I turned to Raina. She was sleeping in her bed with us, and I said, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And she goes, don't you mean the shitter? I taught her that. <laughs> so you obviously taught her that. Okay, so I won't say everything is uphill from here, because you're right. Everything is going to be up the stairs from here. We're going straight up the stairs, or up the escalator, or up the elevator. I right? say escalator or elevator, yeah. Escalator or elevator. Everything is going to be uphill. And, you know, we'll, we'll probably, you know, I'm sure we'll have another fight or a disagreement or an argument, but we don't have it in us anymore just to have these big blowout fights. And, you know, well, I, one I, of the things, though, that is like about us is that we have, we both have this, we have trouble faking things. So if you, if you are in a bad mood, then you, are clearly in a bad mood. If I'm in a bad mood, I'm in a bad Like, that fight, you know, whatever. It's like, people are like, well, why would you do it on a podcast? I mean, I really didn't want that to go out, but this was what I had to do. We would have either had to record a new one yeah, or that's use what the happens. old one. So I, I was too lazy to record a new one. So out of embarrassment and laziness... It turns out for me something I learned about myself: laziness wins out. Well, I'd rather be humiliated, I guess, than do extra work. Well, you know, and you say a lot of that we can't hide. Would you say that? Well, we're, no. I mean, when we're emotional, we're emotional. So I'm just saying, like, I've hit, you know, when when that's just who we are. We just are. We just are who we are. We're just having honesty. That's what your honesty makes you an amazing comedian. And you always fight back, which is what is great about you on stage. You and on O and A and on all these things, you always fight back, which is why people bust your balls because it's funny to hear you fight back. You know, but well, marriage is a little bit of a different situation. As a, as a Jew, you know, Israelis and Jews, we've always fought back our whole lives. We've always, you know, even as a kid, growing up in the uh, Negro neighborhood I grew up in. You know, there was always some kind of... Can I just say you what? love talking to black people? I, you what? always talk to black people. Because like, I... No I matter can... what. Last night we drove in, we parked the car, and you saw some black people coming up into our weird furnished apartment housing <laughs> that we now live in. You saw black people walking. You quite, you had to go a fair no, distance. That's you not, ran after them to, to... That's not why I talked to them, because that was the same black guy that we almost bumped into at Walmart... 15 minutes earlier, we were walking down the aisle, and he bumped in, and he's the same black dude. He was a big dude. And I go, oh, that's a dude. I, and I walk up, I go, hey, I just saw you at Walmart. That's all. I was just being friendly. Okay? And I would have done the same if it was a white person, not Indian, but if it was a white person. But then, yes, this is the other thing. Then you go. So 
but you walked with them for quite a ways. No, you were still back at the car. You had a long way to come back. If I didn't walk with them, I didn't hold their hands and go into the no, building. No, no, no. But you were like talking to them, and then yeah. you, I saw them all laughing, and then you came back, yeah. and you go, "I had them cracking up." You were like really proud of yourself, and then I go, "Oh, what did you say?" And it was something racist about Indians that had them laughing. Yeah. So. No, I didn't but say I just think like black about people me. wouldn't laugh at a racist joke, even if it's about another race, because they, wouldn't they know the minute that they are, are out of your shot, you'll make a racist joke about black people? Like, obviously, nothing's off limits. Yeah, but here's you know, they he had a good sense of humor, so did his wife, and I just you know, I I wanted you know. It's fun when you meet new people. You make them laugh, and you know if I see the guy in the hall <laughs> again, racist with the racist. I don't care. The guy worried said, at all that they might get offended. What did the part in it? No, 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 no. Because I know you made a joke about Indians, but people not, just not people Indian, just, not not ooh, not those Indians. Duh, you know, not ooh, Indian dot dot com. Yeah. Um, no, I'm saying that, that was we, an old joke I used to do. I can't remember. It, it was horrible. Go ahead. So. Um, weren't you worried that, uh, like, even even though you were making a joke about another race, that they would even you know if you're talking to a white person and you make a racist joke, they'll they, a lot of well, times they're the worst. Be like, um, yeah, because they're fucking hypocrites and they're pandering douchebags. White people are the worst. But it's okay that's to right. not laugh at a racist joke, isn't it? Well, no, it depends. It's okay. Is it okay to not be racist? No, it's. I mean, it, I listen, am. So, was, white people are just that. pandering. Fake, uh, hypocritical douchebags. Like, just like my, you know, my sister and every other one. That's like, oh, they're so politically correct. But once, once it involves money, they don't care anymore. Uh, uh, you know, I've talked about this. Uh, uh, you know, black person moves in our neighborhood, they move. You know, it's they're. White people are the worst. White people are pandering. When you're on stage in a club and all the white people turn to see if the black person's laughing, but yeah, they're the first ones to lock their door when a black person crosses the street in front of their car. They're fucking the worst. I don't like most white people. That's why I I connect more with black people because it's, a, you know... Uh, more honesty? Is that what well, you yeah, they're more honest, yeah. When you work a black club, you could be more honest on stage. Although if they don't like you, they'll let you know it. Unlike white people, white people just sit there. Some white people will let you know you stink, but black people will really let you know you, you stink when you're on stage. Uh, I've seen, I've seen black comics walk off stage and just want a quick comedy. You know, some of the black rooms I used to do. I used to do a room Terminal D, uh, the Peppermint the Peppermint Lounge was four hundred black people, and that's where you auditioned for Def Jam. And I saw. I saw people's dreams crushed. It, you know, I mean, this audience was tough. But if the audience liked you, they loved you. You know, I was doing a black show once, and I started. I was at in New York at La Barbat, I think it was an after work uh, show. I'll tell you two quick stories, and I won't try to set them up too long. I'll just try to get to the fucking point as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> I'm doing this one black club. Uh, I think it was La Barbat. It was an after after work show. And I'm doing okay. It's just a loud, drunk crowd. And, and then uh, uh, fucking, uh, I started trashing Sharpton, which might not be the right thing to do at a, in a black audience. And this big black chick, I mean, she must have been about 500 pounds. She started booing. She's going, boo, boo. I go, you fat bitch. You should be mooing, not booing. The crowd loved me. They were like, yeah. You know, I said, good night, thank you. Because once you get them going, woo, then you go, so thank what? you. So what, I don't understand. So, so in a white crowd. Misogyny trumps racism to no, black not, people, is that what it is? No, it, being honest. Or they hate, no, they just, hate fat people. No, just showing no fear. No, showing no fear. Then I was doing a black club. I was doing, Puff Daddy used to own this, this uh, restaurant called Justin's. And it was the night of the... One of the games of the World Series, the Yankees versus the Mets. So, and I, which is surprising, the place is packed watching the game because usually black people don't give a give a fuck about baseball. They really don't. But I guess they got the, the the baseball black crowd. So after the game, there was a show, you know, and I was the only white comic on the show. And I, and, and, you know, someone goes on, then they bring me on, and it's going well, right? It's going pretty well. And then all of a sudden, I hear the siren. I did something. I started losing the crowd. I started bombing. It was fucking getting ugly. 
And I heard the siren like they used to do on the Apollo, like, like, get the fuck off the stage. Somebody was doing that. And I don't know who did it. And I go, I go, fuck you. Who the fuck are you? I go, what have you accomplished in life? I go, I've been on HBO. I've been on Comedy Central. I got, you know, maybe 15 years sober at the time. I got two kids. I'm a great dad. I go, what the fuck have you done in life? Then I get off stage and the people are all quiet. Everybody went quiet. I get off stage and uh, one of the comic goes, that was Puff Daddy you were talking to. And that's how long ago it was that his name was Puff Daddy? Yes, it was, or whatever. And I go, what the fuck have you accomplished? Well, I mean, I think a little more than I have. But black audiences are more honest. Okay, they're more honest. And if they don't like you, they don't like you. If they like you, they like you. And that's why I'm attracted to, uh, you know, when I love when we're doing a show and there's some black people in the audience. More than just two. I do, I do uh, enjoy a, I'll, I'll say a mixed audience. I don't like too many... But, you know, it is because uh, white people have a hard time sort of, I don't know what it is. They're guilty. They feel guilty. They're but, just... but, if, but, but the truth is, is that if there aren't any black people or uh, brown people or Asians or whatever you want to call um, if there aren't any other groups there, uh, I don't want to mean to leave out Latinos, Latinas and the little babies, the Latinis. Oh, so cute. And plentiful. Um, so I <laughs> just saw an opportunity I went for. So, but if there are other gr- groups in the audience, then it does, um, it, it seems less like, uh, uh, to use your phrase, a meeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there's no, it, it seems weird to see a racist, you know, not a racist, a, a racial comic doing jokes about another race when those people aren't there. Well, for, I know. It feels it's, it's, not... It's, it's, quite right no that's and i've done it i've done it to like you know i've done racial jokes in front of like an all-white audience and it's not as fun yeah you don't want them in you know instead of laughing they're going yeah that's the worst right Right. if they're applauding too loud you're always like oh i'm not sure or she's right uh (laughs) i i I agree a hundred percent but i'm trying not to do racial stuff i do i do maybe two two racial jokes now Two or three. I used to do tons of. I was the first. I was one, not the hacky, first. No, I'm right? sorry. I wasn't. Obviously, I wasn't the first. But I was one of the first white comics to go after black people. You know, not to go after them, but not to be scared. I was one of the first white right, comics back in the day. You grew up in a black yeah. neighborhood. So I was. And you I'm had not saying. So I was one of the first. Okay, but now it seems hacky if you talk about race because everybody does it, they, and they're, and most of them do it bad. You ever see uh, what uh, I don't even want to you say. You mean bad name. in the black way or the no bad in the oh, white in the white, white way. Like bad. bad, like horrible. So you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it because and plus it's too easy now. And you've already been doing it for a minute. It's and I'm fucking. Talking, I'm talking black right now. I know. That's what I'm saying. You know. Sometimes I talk black around other black people. Do what you do you do say? That? I'll be like, oh, I have a dream or. Did I do that? <laughs> Sometimes I, mean, I can't stop. If so I see black people, I start talking black. I just I, have to go check. I, I don't see. try to be extra nice now. You don't have to. We don't have to be extra nice because we were extra mean the last one. We just this have to find a, this podcast is called Extra Nice with a cherry on top. You're going to look at uh, Bonnie's cooking a delightful dinner tonight. We're going to have fish tacos. Bonnie now uh, is for the last two months a vegetarian. I don't know why. I mean, I've always I've always eaten pretty well, but Bonnie's a vegetarian, and I told my older daughter that yesterday. I told my uh, I told my older daughter yesterday. I go, you know, Bonnie's a vegetarian, and uh, this was my daughter's response: I hate vegetarians. Do you think that was just her way of trying to tell you that she hates me? She was no. like, oh, like if you said, you know, B- Bonnie loves wearing her red jeans. I hate people who wear red jeans. Like, would it just been anything? No, but no. My daughter doesn't hate you at all. She likes you a lot, but she hates the fact that you're a vegetarian and you're trying to jump on some type of bandwagon. Look, the people who hate vegetarians just hate people that are better than them. Well, here's the thing: you were doing it for health reasons, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm okay. So you're doing it for health reasons. When's the last time you went for a checkup? Don't. Why? Don't do this to me. What? Well, I mean, if you're doing it for health reasons, go for a checkup. I go for checkups. Where? I go for checkups. No, you don't. When's the last? Yeah, like once a year. You went one time for some kind of eye checkup. That doesn't count. 
No, 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 no. That was a... They didn't... They didn't they, he didn't probe in your pussy. He didn't fucking no, feel your I breasts. No, because I told him that I have a gyno that does that. And when's the last time you saw your gynecologist? Well, that's, that's the other issue, but... Five years I, I'll ago. I'll tell you why I have such a... Um, I might I might have something wrong. I don't know, but I don't get... Yeah, you're right. I should go get checked out. I know that I should go get checked out. Of course, that one time out. he was doing that and you had an orgasm. Does that fucking throw you Yo, off? Oh, Rich... <laughs> Please. What? If you, like, you've if I, obviously... If a, if, if a nurse You've was, obviously never had your legs in stirrups, if you if, think. If I had my legs in stirrups and a doctor was jerking me off... Okay, that's not what's happening. Well, he's fingering you. He's putting no, his he's finger not. He's in you. No, he's not. He's putting cold... He's putting big, cold metal things in. It doesn't matter. He's, he's like touching it. it up. If, if, if a fucking person walked by me and hit my dick with a badminton racket, I'd come. What do you mean? It's just contact. It doesn't matter what they're putting in there. No, it's, it's not contact. fun. Yes. It's not fun. Are no, you kidding me? Anything. Not. If somebody walked by and just started plucking at my dick with their finger like that, it would arouse me. That's the difference between, you know, a sexual person well, like me and a prude. So I, uh, no, uh, look, the reason that I don't go is because when I was a child, I had bladder and kidney problems and I had to go get checked all the time and they would insert a tube and then in your pussy. Yeah. To my bladder as a kid. Yes. And then they would pour how are you still so an tight? enormous amount of, um, how, because I always use my a-hole. I, why did I not swear? <laughs> we don't use the term asshole. Um, and then they would put like fluid in there and then whatever. They'd fill it to like a m- massive amount like and then take x-rays and They stuff. put fluid, they turn you upside down? How would they get, what do you mean? They, they just put, put a tube, a tube in, your- in, you'd be laying down on your back and then they have like, you know, they just keep putting. Fluid in- into your pussy tube? Yes. How old were you? Um, Quit you know. banging the table. <laughs> Please, this is very... Um, I, I was, I guess, between the ages of 9 and 12. Is that why you were so promiscuous in life after that? Is that why you grew up that way? No, you'd think the opposite would happen. Where I went. But I didn't like... I don't like anyone prodding around in there. It's, to the, it's, it's so horrible. And it was such a nightmare to have to go. You won't even let me put my tongue in, in your butt. Or you've never done anything. Like, how could you not want a tongue... Have we talked about this ever? I've never talked about this on a podcast. Please don't. Why? Have you ever had a tongue in your butt for real? Please, Rich. Really? What? What? We're just talking. That's kind of cool. But this is like open. Like my sister obviously listened to it before. Your daughter could easily click on and listen. This isn't like. Well, she doesn't like you anyhow, so she doesn't care. All right. You're right. That's kind of rude. I take that back. Uh,. All right, if you want to talk about your own tongue in asshole experiences that you've had, that's fine. Go ahead. You like but don't when, include me. You like when I put a hairbrush in my ass and I brush your hair. You like that? <laughs> that is fun. That's that's, that's fun. foreplay. That reminds me of you know my childhood. So you had a tube in you at eight or nine. You had be- you know, what's wrong with your kidneys? I had I, I don't know what the thing is called, but the tu- the. The thing that runs from your kidney to your bladder was broken, I guess, and they ended. I ended up getting two transplants on either side, one on either side. The thing that runs from your kidney to your bladder? Yeah. Oh, that's called... Uh, it's not your urethra. No. But I, I called it that for many years until a doctor informed me that I was calling it the wrong thing. Well, I have. My kidney has a, a cyst on it the size of a baseball. They drained it, but then it came back, and they said, fuck it, leave it. Uh, someone in my family who's... I like, though, that you've... What? That you... Anything is a topper. You're... What? <laughs> any, any subject. No, I'm not trying to top, top you. We're talking kidneys. I didn't say mine is worse than yours. Okay, you said you had a little... Thing mine is just the size of a baseball. Yeah. It's a cyst. It's not a big deal. I don't have a fucking... I, I didn't have anybody putting tubes in my penis and pouring water in it. You know, uh, I feel a, like with this whole podcast, we're like walking up to the line of a fight, and then both like, okay, okay, okay. no, we're not gonna have a all fight. Right, There's no reason to fight. Right. You clean the house; it looks great. Calm, you're making dinner. Calm. You're making dinner. 
a close family member of mine is in the hospital, and I want to talk about Do you about want to talk about that? No, not who, but they could pass away any day now. Uh, no, no. Yes, no. yes. Their kidneys are failing. It's just a is it bad... Me? Huh? Is it me? No, I said somebody close <laughs> to me. Kidding. Do you think I'd know if I was in the hospital with failing kidneys? Uh, you know, they... Uh, it's just, it's a horrible, horrible mess. Uh, and, you know, I have to, I, I'm leaving. I hate to, I hate to leave in the middle of this. And s- well, go ahead. <sighs> my wife just walked, my wife just walked away and her pants, I, those pants make your ass look stunning. It looks horrible. So, uh, somebody, uh, a relative who's whatever, uh, things look, look pretty bad. And I, I have to leave to Florida tomorrow and, you know, uh, I pray nothing worse happens than what's happening because it's really bad what's happening. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm going, well, do I not, do I not go to Florida and then my my father said, "Go to Florida. If you have to fly back, you fly back." So uh, I'll leave to Florida tomorrow, unless something really bad happens tonight. Uh, this is quite depressing. I hate I hate the Hillsborough Post Office. <laughs> I fucking hate the Hill. There's one person that works there. There's a line. They put one of those pink slips in our in our mailbox to come pick up a package. I go there, they go, there's no package, this was delivered. I go, well, then why'd you put the pink slip in there? They go, we don't know. I go, why do you have such incompetent workers throughout your fucking post office? All of them. It's just, one time I sent a lighter, a $500 light when Bonnie, when we had the apartment in LA, I, I mailed, you know, just when I smoked, I had a couple nice lighters. I have, you know... I buy nice things. That's what I like. I like nice things. You know, I've, I'm starting to sound like Michael Savage. You know, I, I, I like nice things. I've, I've worked hard and I, I, I buy nice things and I'll, I'll buy a nice lighter. So, you know, and, uh, you know, and my mom told me growing up, you know, get nice things, you know, and she would make a great dinner. We'd have a nice, a nice meal. It was a Jewish meal my mom would make and we'd, we'd have some, a nice apple pie for dessert and maybe some brisket for dinner. And my, my mom was a hard worker. My dad was, well, my dad was gone. I'm being Michael Savage. So, uh, the post office, I had uh, two nice lighters, and I wanted one in L.A. You couldn't fly with a with a, light, a lighter, and it was a, like a $500 lighter. And I'm, when I'm in L.A. and I'm smoking, I like to light my cigarette with a $500 lighter, and I mailed it there, and it got lost. The, the post office, we have the worst post office. I, I don't know if people think when they're listening to a podcast they want to hear post office stories. I've listened to other podcasts. Believe me, they're, some of them are really boring. You heard a podcast? Yeah, you listen to them all the time now? I, I check them out now. Yeah, well, because I started to, some of them I actually like, and I, I, all right, I'll admit it, I kind of get why people listen to podcasts. I don't get why they listen to our podcast, but I do get why people listen to podcasts, because if, you know, when I was taking the train into New York, it was like really nice, and then, oh, were you done your story? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I Don't you agree you don't like the Hillsborough Post Office? I hate the Hillsborough Post how about Office. The, how about the lady that was mean to you, the, the black lady at that time? She was so mean to you. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember what remember? happened. And not only do we not like this post office, let me tell you about this post office. We were getting ready to work uh, in in Dallas at the Improv years ago. I've never even worked that club. And we're getting ready to go. Uh, Bonnie goes in. Bonnie's pregnant. And uh, I'm sitting in the car. We're buying a new car that day, too, I think. Do you resent me for... Well, yeah. For Well, let me tell them what you did. Let me tell them what you did to ruin uh, our gig at the Improv. Uh, we're getting a new car, I think, and we're, we're, you know, and Bonnie's pregnant, and I'm sitting in the car waiting for her to Seven come out of the post. Seven pregnant, Seven and I, was, I would take a walk every single day. A walk? She would take a walk. Let's do like the scars. She would take a walk every day. Every day. Every day she'd take a walk. So you walked a lot, didn't you? So here's the thing. I'm in the car it's waiting. very hot that day. And, very hot. And I'm sitting in the car, and some lady comes out to my car and says, does your wife have a T-shirt or this and that? And I go, I don't. I, I guess. 
well, you better rush in. So I go inside, and Bonnie's laying on the floor, and there's a big, gigantic puddle of blood coming out of her head, right? I mean, a major laying in a puddle of blood, and she goes and faints. She faints, and now we can't do the improv. And I already mailed down a box of CDs, you know, and she goes and faints. And, and immediately, though, you were like, say, like I had to get go in an ambulance and... Um, you know, got to the hospital and the emergency room, and then my doctor showed up, and I was really scared because I was scared, obviously, for the baby. And uh, um, one of the very first things that you talked to the doctor about was if you should go to Dallas anyway or not. And he no. was like, "Well, I mean, you know, she seems fine. If, you, if that's something that you really, he didn't want to tell you not to go, but he was kind of like." Well, I didn't what know. husband would leave? No, what if, first of all, I go in there and you're crying. What did I say? Didn't I say, like, what's wrong or something? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so I go into the post office, and what happened was that I'd taken a walk, and then Rich picked me up in the convertible, right? Yes. And then we got to the, the post office, and I went inside, so I was very hot, and then the cool air, something about those t- that mix my body couldn't adjust fast enough and as i walked up to the counter i go oh i don't feel good and the lady goes i remember her saying like uh, do you need to sit down and i looked around for a place to sit and i couldn't see one and that's the last thing i remember and then i think people that faint that's a weakness but go ahead <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weakness it's very it's and then uh, of course when i came to and people were looking down on you and then i think you were there by the time i came to and then, oh, uh, there was all blood. I mean, was, a big pile of and blood. Then the, I go in the ambulance. A puddle, not a pile. And I was in shock. And then when I got in the ambulance, I started crying because I started to freak out about, like, is my baby okay? And Rich poked his head into the ambulance. No, it was at the hospital. Was it whatever? When you, I, Oh, when I, I arrived I at the hospital in the ambulance and Rich poked his head in and goes, and I was crying and he goes, what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are Why are you crying? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Remember when I almost hit that deer, and I pulled around. We were driving like fifty miles an hour, and there was a deer right in the middle of the road, and I swooped around it. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah, it was. We were driving home very late at night, and a deer seemed to come out of nowhere, and it was just whoosh, whoosh, around, and then acted like nothing had happened, and uh, I started laughing, and he goes, "What?" <laughs> no, you go, you're a great driver. I oh, go, I go, you're a good driver. And you go, why? <laughs> <laughs> I say, let's tell more stories about me. I know, you love. Uh, Your follow-up questions are terrible. Well, here's the thing. People that faint, if you feel faint, then f- sit down. I wanted to, but I could. there was no place to sit. The floor. It comes on very quickly. Well, it's weird to just sit down on the floor. You fainted in Las Vegas. You have a history of fainting. I fainted in Las Vegas also, yeah. And that one was, like, embarrassing because, um, you know, I had a beer in my hand. But it was my first beer. I mean, I wasn't drunk or anything. But when you faint in Las Vegas and there's a beer in your hand, it's really hard to explain to people that you're not, like, this loaded loser, you know. That was that was frightening. You had to explain it to people? I because the by the when I woke up the EMT were already there and they were asking how much I drank and stuff and I was like I this is my first beer you know and they were like mm, come on you know be be straight with us and I was like no for real is this thing recording oh yeah those lines you could tell it's recording when the lines go up and down uh, so that's why we don't we don't like our post office. Bonnie fainted there. They lost a $500 lighter. There's always a line. Do a to, very good joke about your brain and lines. And how I'll do it again. Is, yours is obviously just one straight uh, dead. Well, is there anything specific you'd like to talk about? Uh, what is pissing me off? Uh, I want to thank Elise, who's doing a great job on our movie. Elise hates it when we say her name on the podcast. Why does she hate it? Uh, she's a she's a behind the scenes person. Well, she's not on the podcast. This is behind the scenes. She's doing a great. She I talked to her today, and she's going. All right, look. She let, was like shocked by last week's podcast. She, she was like, all she would say about it was like, "Oh my god, oh my god." What? You know, usually she gives you like a 
critique. A critique, yes. A rundown of things we need to do differently. And one of her critiques was, start the podcast off with a fight. Well, we did, Elise. We started the podcast off with a fight. We don't have it in us to fight anymore because our next next fight could end. It could... It could be ugly. But we don't purposely go into these. I had no idea that was coming. I really was going to talk to you about your anxiety. and. But I forgot what we even fought about. Well, I'm not going to bring it up again. I forgot because we've had so many fights. Uh, and it's healthy sometimes to fight because you get if you don't fight, you hold it in, you explode. No, see, people that's that, what you, you think. People you always think, oh, I got to get my anger out. I got to. Yeah, don't you don't want to suppress no, it. No, you you actually need to learn to suppress it because it isn't healthy. You think it's healthy because somewhere along the way people started saying it's healthy to just let your anger out. It's not. It's actually healthier to determine what you should be angry about. Well, and no. you're going, to, you're going, you're you're letting your anger go to. Ten on the the scale every time just pew, that needle is hitting the end every time for anything no. you drop your pen on the floor boom no but see that's your exaggerating boom. you because you're so no because you do do that your anger you're very you're you're so able to tap into your anger that is like an emotion that you are really really in touch with so with something angers you you know it right away you know boom but what about Love or joy? Are you I, able to tap into that yes, so quickly? Yes, I tap into joy. Well, because if I say you're angry, you go like this: I'm not fucking angry. When no. I'm angry, I'll let you fucking know. No, yeah, because which is think, kind of comical, but that's a real response. That no, you no, have. I don't do it like that. But when you say you always think someone's angry, you know, I'm a quiet person. I'm shy. So, oh I'm, my god, <laughs> I'm a quiet. Oh. Oh, oh, yes. oh, I didn't so realize, I guess uh, this whole time up to this point in life, I thought shy meant something different yeah. than a blowhard. A blowhard? Oh, all I'm a saying. A belligerent a-hole. That's shy, I guess. No. I didn't realize. No, because you think, here's your problem. This is what your problem Please is. Please tell me what my problem is. That means you you're think, thinking about somebody else other than yourself. I don't always think of myself. Do I think yesterday... Uh, when I went to the kindergarten and picked since up our the fight, papers. Since our fight, you've been amazing. Cleaning right? up a lot. Amazing. If you're like that all the time, I would never have a problem with you. Well, you, first of all, I'm not... But, you, but you you're pro, not, I'm, I'm not I'm your I'm robot. Scared, I'm scared a little bit to, like, trust it. Trust what? That that's really who you are. That's not who I am. I just do things. At, I don't plan them. They happen. I see a dirty kitchen, I clean it if I'm in the mood. Uh, mm. You're right. If I'm in the fucking mood, I don't... I don't do it. I do it because I do it. I do things because I do them. All right? Uh, if I see... You know what I did uh, all last week? I made made it so all the bills, which is about 15 bills that come in every month. No, 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 not just... I'm not talking... I made it so it automatically comes out of my, my checking account. So I don't have... That's one less thing I got to deal with. Do you know how much work that fucking was? Yeah, good F- job. Filling out papers and wow. stuff like No, I'm, I'm really impressed. Really? Not really. Why not? Because you... I think everybody does that. No, not, not. I had to fill out a lot of paperwork. You did? I, yeah, I did. Then I went yesterday to the kindergarten to find out about kindergarten for Raina next I, year. Okay, I I'm just saying this. Oh, we got to change the name of this podcast. Things Rich did this week that he would like to get... Uh, Acceptance. No, but you think everything is anger. Is it's not anger. When I my when I get angry, you'll know I get angry because when I get really angry, like I'll bite my arm. Maybe I bite myself. Or you maybe, do that almost every time we drive to New no. York. You're so shocked at traffic every single time. No, I don't get shocked every at traffic. Every single time there's traffic, and you go, "Oh Jesus! Why would you look at this?" That's not why I'm shocked. <laughs> I've I, seen you on the phone yelling at other people to get off the phone. First of all, I'm not shocked at the traffic. I get pissed off because I made the wrong decision. Uh, instead of going into Holland, well, I'll take the Lincoln. A break. Who cares? I've made so many wrong decisions That's in my life. That's a control issue. It's not a, what you, all of a sudden, you're a doctor? You're not I, a doctor. Yes. I you, helped, don't, you don't know that about well, me? I've helped you. Stop farting. First of and all, you're not is, a doctor. That is my <laughs> professional opinion. <laughs> you're not a doctor. And don't open. You got to hold in your anger and your farts. <laughs> but you, what you think is anger, isn't anger. It's just 
Well, it I mean, comes out. It affects other people. It gets my heart racing when you start yelling and freaking out and hitting the, 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 what is that thing called? The steering wheel? The or, dashboard. The dashboard. Whatever. Well. Biting your hand? It's like. I don't bite my is hand. Is that a crazy person? I bite my arm, not my hand. Whatever. I mean, that's like. Have you ever done that? It totally takes. Totally insane. That's no. insanity. I'm telling you, if you're really frustrated, folks, I'm seriously. Seriously. If, like, if you're playing golf, you hit a bad shot, you get so mad. Between, like, right above your wrist, about one, two, about five inches, you just bite it. And all it. It might be some kind of disorder. I don't know. I haven't well, done it in a geez, while. Put it on your list of disorders that you have. Uh. I think we have to go uh, to somebody's house who's very sick and clean it out today. And oh, it's just it's one thing after another. Yesterday, um, at the hospital, visiting this person who I don't want to, who's really in bad shape. And I call Bonnie calls me and goes and says I also have I have more bad news. But I'm thinking like, oh fuck, she was going to say something like, uh, you know. Uh, the, the movie's unsalvage. What, what's the word? Unsal unsalvageable. You got it. Unsalvageable, or or you know, or I don't know something really, you know, uh, some like uh, I, I just got a TV show or something like. But I, that would be bad news if you got it, not me. Yeah. Oh. So then she said, Raina knocked over the Why tea. would it be bad news? I'm only kidding, because you always say I get upset when you get auditions and I don't, which I don't get upset. I want you, you do. No, I want you to land something. I want you to get something so we don't have to pay insurance and there's two incomes coming in instead of one going out. Remember that one audition that I didn't want to go in for and you go, you got to go in and you got to get it and you got to, because we need the insurance. And then I was doing really badly at the audition. I was... Oh, my God. It was, like, flop sweaty. And normally I would have just left, but your voice was in my head being like, we need this. Don't <laughs> fuck it up. We need this. Oh, it was just painful. Painful. Did I ever talk about the Fox audition I had that the, I was so bad? I had to say this on the podcast. We've one done two. One-upper. I'm not one-upper. You're talking. You Okay, you just talked about auditions. You know, let me jump into, I need, I need a, my car needs a tune-up. No, you talk about something, and I talk about it. That's called having a conversation. How can someone not get mad? And, and you're sitting there smirking, looking at I'm me. I'm laughing you're at you laughing. because you're unraveling before my very eyes because I called you a one-upper. My goodness, mister. I'm not a one-upper. My goodness. When I'm Oprah all of a sudden. Now you're calling me Oprah. <laughs> Oprah, that's a... Paul Mooney? How funny bit. is that? He's so funny. Oh, oh, he's so funny. I love watching Michael. He's great in our movie. He's very funny. Uh, so Bonnie says... He's a bad, real cod. Bonnie says uh, bad news. And oh, what the fuck? So Raina knocked over the TV. Just... And it, it it's no good anymore. You know, it costs 300 bucks. You know, fucking 32-inch Visio flat screen. Visio. Uh, Stop it, Rich. Sorry. Sorry. You really, honestly, you can't go an hour without farting? Honestly? It's so annoying. <laughs> it's the food you cook. It's your vegetarian. You haven't eaten it yet. So the TV, when we bought it, was like, it was $328. It's 32-inch. And... So I come home. These are the kind of details that people want. <laughs> so I come home. So I come home. They like details. I've done a lot of radio. It's all about details. It's setting up the story. I come home. You know this is not radio, right? I you come home. Okay. I turn the TV on, and it's completely shot. I go, let's go get a TV. Like it's nothing. Let's go get a TV. This is the life you lead when you have kids. So we go to Walmart and get another $300 TV. Meet the black guy. I meet the black and guy. Come home and see him again. <laughs> oh, everybody knows about our life. <laughs> oh, it's coming round. Uh, I'm going to have to sing another song, a Neil Young song. No, nobody wants you to sing. Oh, no. Nobody I'm wants gonna, me to sing. No, I'm getting a lot of requests to sing. One no. guy said if they raise the age limit on American Idol, I'd have a shot. I. I I don't sing a lot. We'd, now, if you were going to sing on American Idol, uh -huh. would you 
keep your gum in your upper lip? Would that be your thing? No, I'm taking it out because here's Ooh, the here's the, here's the complaints. Why? Here's our complaints. Gross. Here's I don't want to hear the complaints. The gum, the banging, and and slobbering. But and we got a lot last week that or this whatever that from the last podcast that oh my god worst podcast ever who said that we kept saying it who said it you want me to look them up oh you mean people said what no i got great podcasts from the last one because and i didn't hear back from trucker lady wanting to what you know, I thought I was going to set up a fight between you and Trucker Lady. No, she probably stopped to eat, and it's been a week. <laughs> She's still eating. She's, uh, yeah, that was the fucking joke, stupid. I know, I was laughing oh, about it. But you oh don't repeat God. it. Okay, here's what I'm going to sing today. What, I'm gonna, what are you looking at? Try, I'm looking at to see. You can read some of the tweets. I got some good tweets from the last one. People agree with me, people and they agree people, with you. And they uh, agree with you. So great minds think a lot. They thought that was a... I did that on Opie and Anthony. I just did it again. People thought the handshake was a strange move (laughs) after making up. Doesn't everyone handshake with their husband after they have a huge fight? Um, I like this one from Broxwell. Just listen to the podcast. Hang in there. You're awesome in every way. That's to me. No, that no. I don't get yours. That's to me. Oh well. How you want me to read mine? The good ones, though. I always look to see how many followers they have, and that's always disappointing. Five followers this guy has. You know, someone. uh, Oh, here. Let me tell you this. Uh, You know, I'm very excited, and this is for real. I don't have to say it's real, but Patrice's CD is number one on oh, iTunes. Look at this one. I agree with Bonnie. Nobody wants to hear the mundane details of your story. Oh, I got that one. I got that one. But can you listen to this? Quit banging the table. Can you listen to this? Quit banging the table. This last podcast was so uncomfortable, but I kept listening. Well, why did you keep listening? That's not my fault, then. We put it out there. You do what you want. Here's what pisses me off. Wow. Uh, you know, I... I, I you know, Patrice's uh, CD went to, let me see my glasses, went to number one on iTunes, which is fucking great. Well, what's the name of the CD again? Mr. P. Mr. P. Mr. P. Available on iTunes. On iTunes. Uh, probably Amazon Digital, but I don't know, but definitely on iTunes. So I just, and some fucking scumbag, I hate when people, oh, uh, uh. Don't say it, it then, because no, then no, they're no. just giving him power. No, because I blocked him. Oh, it should have been you, not him. Who says that? You know, and the guy, I well, look at his thinks, pictures. you got to no, look at no. if people are really trying to have malice or not. And I don't think that guy really was. Yes. Anybody that says you should, first of all, he's holding a child. So he knows I'm a parent. Nobody says to anybody, you should be dead. That's not fucking. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I misunderstood. <laughs> I thought he was saying that your CD should be number one, not Patrice's. No, no. Mine was number oh, one when it came oh, out. Oh, Oh. No, oh, that said, is full of malice. <laughs> I'm sorry. So anybody, you know, what kind of person? Go fuck yourself. Go fucking. First of all, right. And was, no, nobody and should think that unless they're married to you, right? True, true. And 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 let me tell you something. You know, you whatever. Just go fuck. And anybody that has anything negative to say about uh, what do you call it, Patrice? They just get blocked. Go fuck yourself. Well, that wasn't negative to Patrice. No, if they do. Uh, I agree with but Bonnie McFarland. Nobody wants to hear your mundane That's details in your story. Okay, quit banging the table. Yeah, that we one. We get that one every... Look, we Ridge get that Boss. one like 50 times a day. Oh, this one. Look at this brown-nosing douchebag. Ridge Voss, you're an ass, and you start about 90% of the fights. Who the fuck is he? How does he know that, that I start 90% of our fights? Is this a friend of yours? <laughs> well, because he's, he's talking about the, the, the fights on the podcast. See, I like. Saying see, he, now this is funny. Do you want to listen yeah. oh, or go not? Ahead, go he's, start, he's saying you start ninety percent of the podcast fight. This is a good one about Patrice. This is good from Bob Hegan. Hey, Rich Foss, I waited till today to buy your CD, just so I didn't have to say it was the funniest thing I heard all day, Mister P. That means he bought his, and that was the fun. See, that's funny. That's good. And the fact that I know he supported and bought Patrice's CD. Is, is is that's a funny one, uh, whatever. I'm just saying, don't fucking. It's so hacky. Oh, it should have been you, not him. Yeah, you fucking hack. You got blocked and go fuck yourself. Uh, too bad American Idol has an age. You know, there's people agree with me. They agree with you. But all I'm telling is, we're not going to have big fights like that again because it's too draining. Well, it's we can't not worth say it. never because was, we well, just. We didn't think well, we were going to have a fight. I didn't think we... The, the time before we thought was too real. We said, let's pull it back a little. And then we went even 
crazier. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. All right. So, I mean, and then this time we're like, let's, come on. Do you think this- I, I was an emotional... Me too. I crazy felt crazy person afterwards. You went in the bedroom and cried, and I don't like when people cry. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, because you think like, but also you think women cry just to make you mad or something like it's like a trick that we do. You're like, come on, come on, stop, cry- Jesus Christ, come on. Like I'm like that in control of my emotions. I can just turn it on and turn it off. Uh. Do you think this was a good podcast? Like, Mm-mm. what would you think? No, not really. No? Mm-hmm. But what, what are, what's going to be good? What, are we supposed to go back, tell jokes back and forth? Are we supposed to tell funny stories? We What the fuck? And I'm not yelling at you. What do you think would be a good podcast? Uh, I don't know, because the one that I thought was really bad that I tried, the one that I said, please do not uh, put this on, out, whatever, the one that I really tried to stop, then that was the one that Elise was like, this is your best podcast. I told you not to mention her. She wants to be behind the scenes. I know. She's it's doing really a good job. Up. She's doing a good job with our movie. She's the producer on our movie. I'm the executive producer. Right. And you're also the talent scout, right? I'm the executive producer, filmer. And... But here's the thing. But she's really like... She's... But you know how many times... She does all She does all the fucking... She does she's doing everything. a lot of... Well, yeah. now, for the last yeah. two months since yeah. we... But she, every time I talk to her, not every time, know what she says? What? It's a, it, maybe it's a stock type of uh, industry thing. We're going to bring this to the next level. Or oh, we're moving forward. Yeah, we're moving forward. No, we want to end it. I know we're moving forward, but she, like, I guess it's how industry people, hey, we're moving forward. Yeah, yeah, we are. No, we're not moving backwards. I get it. We're moving forward. But guess what? We're going to finish. Because she's trying to take your money. So she's got to always be like... Well, she hasn't... She's the only one who hasn't got paid yet. I know. She will get paid in the long run. She's the only one. Everybody else is getting I paid. I give her hugs. I've given her hugs and some high fives. I've been like, good right. job, Elise. Right. That's why people really do stuff. All right, here's... The, here's high fives. So what do you think is a good podcast before we end? I think... I think a good podcast is when we're being funny. Like, I don't feel like we were particularly funny today. It's funny. What's... You know, funny. I don't know. When we're... Tra- you know what... You know what makes us good? I what? realize Common enemy. I know. You and I, sometimes, like, I feel like we're both, like... I want to... Sometimes we get, like, a weird feeling like we're both serial killers when we're really attacking one other person. Yeah, but that's That why. feels good. Well, that's why I brought up the post office... That was a common enemy. Right, but I didn't have enough emotion about that. But sometimes, like, in a green room when we're, like, you know, making fun of, like, the MC or something. Yeah, but it's... That's when I... That's when I feel like we're really in love. Do you want to... You know when what? we're both yeah. attacking one defenseless I think being. we should start attacking comics next... Even though we... Not taking work and saying they're bad. Just attack them for, like, you know... Like, ooh, even ooh, ones, ooh, ones ooh. that people love Don't and, like... do you remember that time that we were at the cellar table and, um... Who were we attacking? Everybody we attack. Lynn Coplitz. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. That's one of those times I felt like we were serial killers. I mean, we were like, she started it, and then we were both like, boom, 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 boom. We we attacked her both. No, we were just going boom, boom. (laughs) (laughs) No, we were just saying those that word, but it was fun. So that's all we should do. Maybe uh, go after comics, you know, and and we should invite someone on this podcast. I don't want people in my house. But this we'll is just get really them on the house. phone, but then they'll hang up. And do what? Attack. And then just attack them. You <laughs> and I, so we can look at each other and give a little sly grin. Yeah, we. I know we, because we, Bonnie and I, together, know, we know frauds. We do know fucking frauds. We know comedy. Okay, we know frauds. You just finished a gum, and now you're eating another one. My goodness! Why do I keep saying that? And I'm farting. Uh, like Bobby Kelly's not a fraud. We, Colin's not a fraud. Norton's not not right. a fraud. But we know frauds, okay? And we can expose him if we want. Doug Stanhope, not a fraud. I, people think I love him because I always talk about how great he is. But he is great. He's fucking great. I can't help mm-hmm. it. He's great. He's he's way ahead of his... He's just great. So everybody, you know... Remember when he called you and he was like, do you want to join our uh, death, death pool? <laughs> I know he's... Was he like trying to get your name on his list, or no, he wanted no. you to be? He wanted me to gamble, bet, put money into it. Oh, 
this week I'll be at Bananas in Poughkeepsie. Uh, and what ice cream parlor or bakery are you going to be at? I don't know my schedule. Well, this week I'm at Bananas in Poughkeepsie. Uh, I'm going to sing uh, Neil Young. I'm going to take us out on some more Neil Young. <clears throat> Tell me if you like this. Our house. I'll do some of that. Okay. <clears throat> Our house is a very, very, very fine house with two Something's cats. Something's off with it. You got to. Oh. <clears throat> what? I'm, I'm too low. I, okay. I, you really nailed our the No, no. House. It's not nasally enough, I think, or something. Our house is a very, very, very fine house with two cats still? in the yard. Life used to be so hard. Now everything is easy because of you. And now. I'll light the fire. That's better. While there it is. you place the flowers mm-hmm. in the vase mm-hmm. that you bought today. Staring at the fire for hours and hours as I listen to again. you play your love songs all night long for me only for me our house is a very 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 fine house with two cats in the yard there you go that's what I'm saying fade it out and we are done good night shake my hand okay nice handshake we're done go fuck yourself If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him, it's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober, she's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some smunk. He's totally holy as an a nine bomb and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too.